0: The FM Evolution podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit cgpconstruction.com.
1: Yeah, imagine having to, you know, to go to 700, you know, retail locations to order parts. But you don't you don't need to, right? Hey, I just need to know what the assets are. Tell me that quickly, and I can order it from here instead of tying up my technicians or bothering, you know, someone else in the field. So, and those that's what we do every day.
0: This is the FM Evolution podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black.
2: What's up, guys? Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to our show. Now, we are always very impressed with innovation and technology in the show. It is why I really started this podcast is to talk about FM, but really have fun and get into the innovation of things. Now, today we are talking to iViewIt and their CEO, Mike Papadoc. Now, this is important because these guys are bringing something that is not available currently, and uh, to FM. Now they've been doing it for a while, but let me tell you what—they're a complete market disruptor. This is going to change everything. When a company sees a need and fulfills it at scale, that's when you are able to create massive change in a marketplace. Now Uber did this; we're all familiar with what they did too transportation these guys are about data collection and photo collection and they're turning this marketplace upside down by crowdsourcing this with their own application and being able to at scale gather the data for the fm world it's 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 a game changer for everyone who is involved you guys do not want to miss this episode so stay tuned But before that, here is a word for sponsor.
0: Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig-ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on-site 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready, and because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today.
2: Welcome to FM Evolution. I'm your host, Sean Black. I'm excited, as always, to bring another show to you guys. And, uh, you know, we love talking about innovation, and I'm a, and a huge fan of new platforms coming out and new software that help FMs in the field. And today we're talking with CEO, co founder of I View It with Mike Papadak. Hey, buddy. Hey, Sean, what's going on, man? Uh, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you on. I'm excited to learn more about you guys. Um, but, Mike, for those who are not familiar with, I view it in your company and what you guys do. Can you tell us a little bit about you?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, some people call us a a visual verification platform, um, but we're not that common of an auditing platform where it's just technology. We're also the the people and the boots on the ground. So we found an innovative way to provide, you know, kind of on site insights very quickly through a crowdsourced on demand network of viewers around the the country enabled with smart, uh, smart devices so that customers can get eyes on their properties you know very fast and very affordable uh, again anywhere in the country
2: I'm so excited I have so many questions <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, definitely it's, it's, it's definitely different it's definitely different I can see how this is gonna be a big market uh, you know influence or a big change for the market you're gonna be a disruption for sure for yep. sure so like
1: what we're trying to be you' got I'm excited.
2: Uh, hey, but as an iceberg, we and as a way to get to know you guys, I always love to ask everyone what they're reading right now. And so I'd love to hear from you. We, you know, readers are uh, leaders are readers, and yep. vice versa. So, uh, what are you reading right now?
1: So, two two things. Um, one, I'm listening and just finished listening to Grit uh, by Angela Duckworth, and then I've got on my nightstand at home The Captain: uh, The Journey of uh, Derek Jeter, which you can see the Derek Jeter quote behind me. But love that. But Grit is just a great book of really just that. How do you get that growth mindset, overcoming adversity? And, you know, as parenting, I've got, you know, young kids, but one who's a teenager now, Um, you know, he's grown up with a lot more than I had. And, you know, how do do you how do you how are you gritty? How do you overcome? And I kind of, you know, focus on that, not just with our team, uh, but also with, you know, with the family at home. And then the captain is just, you know, I'm a huge Yankees fan, a huge baseball fan. Uh, you can kind of see a coach, I manage a league, et cetera, as well. But um, he just did it the right way on the field with class. Still to this day, you know, nothing's come out crazy about D- uh, Derek Jeter. But again, the guy won at the highest level, was at the highest stage, and I think you can learn, you know, life from sports and business, all kind of intertwined. So those are the two uh, that I'm listening to and or reading right now.
2: And I love that, and it's cool because today, as of today, I haven't had anyone have a sports book yeah. came up. And I think that's imperative because the two pair, you know, they parallel business and sports yep. are right there. And, and, uh, to have a really good game, uh, and inner game in your head and, 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 and use that with your team. It's that's inspiring. And yeah. that sounds like a great bug. I'm going to add to my list for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, Absolutely. You take about, uh, you know, he, he won at the highest levels quickly in his career, And then as he's taken over, managing the Marlins has not had a lot of success. And then last year it started to kind of build and it goes back to grit, right? He's going to overcome. He's going to find a way.
2: I love that term. Do you have grit? Yeah.
1: There's a grit grit index and a a scale and a test. And um, again, gritty teams win, period.
2: How do you know there's a test for this? (laughs) I'll send it to you. Yeah, please do. All right. You know, I love taking those tests. (laughs) I'm going to send it to my entire team. I want to make sure yeah. they're gritty. Yep.
1: Got to be gritty. <laughs> <Gotta> be gritty.
2: <laughs> How in the world did you guys come up with the concept for our view it, man? I got to hear this. Yeah. So
1: my business partner and I actually came from consumer packaged goods to start. So PepsiCo, Frito-Lay, spent a lot of time there with big customers inside the stores and eventually got into facilities management for, for very different reasons. But, but working in the exterior side of that business... And landscape and, and snow management. And you know, just we, we we're so accustomed to having information in, in our old world. And then you got into this new world, and there were things that we could take away from what we learned there, but it just quickly became a problem trying to manage all these large properties dispersed across the country. And despite having, you know, contractors with apps and your own boots on the ground. We still couldn't get the information fast enough sometimes and, and and just basic information, right? And things that the client wanted, they wanted to hear back and, and know, is it done? Isn't it? Where are we at with this? Do I have this on site? And we said, you know, gosh, there's got to be a better way to collect this information, to do it quickly. And I'll talk probably more about this, but we're, we're big field people. And it's a little bit coming from the PepsiCo side, you know, they're the lifeblood, but they also get so much thrown at them. It's like, how do we figure a different way to do this? And you know, it's quickly you, know, you quickly thought like, hey, the, does the client care in some cases if it was your 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 contractor who took the photos and answered the questions or someone else? And, and we went down that road of saying, well, how fast and how affordable can we make this? And today, I mean, it's extremely affordable. And, and you know, we're returning views to people. We call them views audits. We're returning them to, to clients within minutes sometimes because our network is 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 strong it's all across the country it's it's they live next to the the location driving by it work at it and we're then also taking that away from that front line that before we'd run around with it like crazy trying to get things answered and pulling away from what they really should be doing with spending time with the customer uh, or training their own people so it really kind of as we went down that road we said hey there's something here uh, and the response has been great since we've since we've started.
2: That is, uh, it's really cool. It's a great story. I'd I love to hear new innovative products. And in this, I mean, listen, we talked about it earlier, uh, and I started talking to my CEO right away, and it's like, hmm, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, because I think there's so much value that you guys bring, and and when it comes to views or audit site audits and being yeah. able to get on site, that's not an easy thing to do, especially uh, nowadays. You know. Uh, One of the things that I read uh, that blew my mind that in December, you you guys had uh, exceeded 4.5 billion square feet surveyed out in the world. (laughs) Well, you know, it's amazing. Yeah.
1: So it's, you know, we, we talk about, you know, uh, fast nickels, not slow dimes. And so again, on average, our, our views are, you know, can go out at you know, $20, $25. So you got to do a lot of those, right? So you to be auditing a lot of properties. So we quickly said, hey, retail is a good place to start. And you think about some of the, the locations that, that retailers have, you're dealing with customers who have 5, 10, 15, 20,000 locations. So as we're, we're building programs and seeing those, it adds up really, really quick across the country. And we're doing interior, exterior audits. And the idea was, man, let's start to quantify how much we've actually seen when you can say, hey, we've been to you know, every dollar chain or drugstore and across the country and every, you know, we're on banks and um, uh, you know, inside and outside of malls. And, and it just starts to add up so fast. And that's what what our clients love about us. There's, there's any, you know, where we can literally go everywhere. Uh, and we're doing it at scale, right? So if, if someone wanted to see a thousand of their properties in the next two days, we probably have 80% of them done the first day and the, the stragglers cleaned up the next day. So we've then started building programs because instead of doing it a quarterly audit or an annual audit, we can go weekly for people and it'd be cheaper than it was to go once or twice a year because of just the speed and then the the price. So we're providing more and more insights on a you know a really regular cadence across the portfolios.
2: Yeah, it's truly impressive and so incredible for um, companies like ours or for end users or, you know, the the direct companies, the retail uh, uh, companies, these brands, for them, data and, and, and this kind of knowledge is, is imperative to have just to begin with. Yeah. And if you can speed it up the way you guys are, then they okay. can make decisions so yeah. quick and on yeah. the fly and it's so it's so super powerful i've been so impressed with what this can with this can mean for our uh, the fm industry it's yeah. just, it's going to be insane
1: yeah imagine having to you know to go to 700 you know retail locations to order parts but you don't you don't need to right hey yeah. i just need to know what the assets are tell me that quickly and i can order it from here instead of tying up my technicians or bothering you know someone else in the field so and those that's what we do every day
2: that's incredible and and for most companies we can't. We cannot find someone to do this and pay them and get them mobilized for that cost. So the yep. value is insanely high. Insane. Yep. It's really, really good. Yep. Now we've just come out of 2020, which has been one hell of a year. Yeah. Uh, and and I think we've all uh, are glad we're into 2021. I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm not sure yet, but right. uh, but you know. We all learned lessons from that uh, for the year. I think that it's going to affect the way we do business here, the way all the brands we serve do business. W- what role do you feel like the pandemic played in the growth of your company?
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's the pandemic catapulted so many things when it comes to technology, right? Zoom meetings in yeah. yep. the way that we, we go to work, that we, our kids go to school, how we get our food. Um, and, and, and those things were out there. It just took them to a whole nother level and, and quickly. And, and our business was was exactly the same. I mean, you know, we know there's a lot of folks who are struggling, you know, just because of their their business. But it was one that we found tremendous impact and growth um, because it started to limit where people could go. Um, so you know, folks being stuck, not being on the road. So that was a big win for us. You know, to be able to help go see those properties. And and honestly, you know, when things were shut down and closed. You know, how can we make sure those assets are still being maintained or being kept up, whether it's a dark store or you know locations as with a downside of commercial real estate? So really helping to just get eyes on things for folks. And then, like I said, what it, the biggest thing, though, is it's, it's opened people's eyes to try things a little bit differently. So we felt like it hasn't been such an uphill battle as it was a couple of years ago to say, no, we can do it this way. We can do it this fast. If you give us really clear direction, our viewers can complete these audits for you. And it allowed people to say, hey, from a distance, I'll try it out. And then they see the results and then they come back and they they come back and they find other ways to use it. And again, what I love, it really is a win-win-win. Because you're taking, you know, it's a win for us as we're as we're growing our business. It's a win for, you know, the contractor, or the retailer we're working with because they need to get those eyes on the sites and couldn't. And it's a win for the folks that we're employing as as, as viewers that are, you know, a, our highest rates of increase of our viewers was when the pandemic was at its highest because mm-hmm. folks were looking for jobs, you know, and it yeah. impacted such a big part of our economy. We're able to add viewers and give them, you know, additional income. And, and, and it may not be a, a ton at times. But it helps pay for maybe it's groceries or their kids' um, sporting events or things as they're coming up. So it really has been very gratifying for our team to know that we've been able to help so many people kind of along the way.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a that's a big deal right now. Being able to just find another source or income uh, because the pandemic has made people's lives uh, turn upside down. Right, um, and so that's kind of brings me to why I want to talk about. I want to talk about the gig economy. Okay. That large gig economy, e- economy is uh, somewhat controversial, but, but at the same time, it's been completely innovative in our in space and, and, and disruptive in, in uh, many other spaces. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, um, I think it's going to be able to serve the FMs, uh, you know, that we deal with every day. Um, but I would love to hear kind of what you think, how how you think it's going to affect FMs and how the gig economy can, can really serve that well.
1: Yeah, so maybe I'll start a little bit with kind of how I feel, you know, our gig economy. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll talk a little bit more about the gig economy at large, because I think it's a bigger topic. So when people think of gigs, right, they think of a lot more of what we do, very on-demand, very instant. Gigs have been around for a long time. Technology has really enabled you know, us to access people who want to work and, and do freelance work, right? So for us right now, what, what I view it does with the gig economy is there's a lot of things, you know, we talk about service, you know, verification, but it's compliance, whether it's it's a contract compliance, it's safety compliance, we're helping uh, asset management, um, sampling of, you know, before we, it just wasn't thought of, but hey, we can go test things, we can interview and, and talk to, to people about their facilities. Um, emergency response, we're not, we're not um, first responders, but our viewers live in these communities and can, can get around very quickly. You think about the winter that we just had, right? When I just need to know, hey, are my sites good to open or not? Or, or if a hurricane comes and a tree's down, us being able to let people know where to send the specialists and where they're needed by just taking photos and getting them that information quickly is, is, is critical. And then you're seeing the speed and the savings that come along with that and what they can do with their personnel. So there's a lot that we're doing, I think, from a, a gig economy that's helping, um, you know, the FM manage their portfolio remotely, better utilize their personnel and tell them the, where to go. And I think you said, like, consuming of the data, they can make decisions quickly yeah. where it took months to gather something. And, you know, now I can have all of that to me in a day. And we help on the back end with that, too, um, through our own people and technology to really say, hey, here's where you need to go here's where you have issues, right? So that's one of the big things. But, you know, I think about the gig economy and, and something that this industry has to be ready for is it's it's that freelance worker and people are more and more, I mean, as we're working from home, we're gonna work on their own time, the, you know, boomers will be leaving, you're gonna have younger and younger people coming into this and they're they're gonna want to be open to this. And I think we got to think about this too, not just of the technology enabled gig economy, but those people that, hey, could I have a remote FM? Could I have someone who's just dipping in to do these services and work for me? Because there's a lot of benefits. There's benefits to the employers on, on how they're paid and managed. And there's benefit to those who are, who are those gig workers to say, you know what? This works for me. I can work for multiple companies. I can maximize my talent. And that's what I think it's ultimately going to come to is, is this this competition of talent because I can get paid to do what I want to do and help people. And I can do it across multiple levels. So. I think there's a much bigger wave of the, the gig economy coming to FM and, and to, 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 to really everywhere. But, you know, it's been a long time coming. There's very it's, it's gotten a much bigger push lately because of the enablement of technology to tap in to all of these resources. And people want to do it. So I, I would say that's something that every company should have somewhere in their strategy, of where they're leveraging, whether it's services like ours that are very, very much on demand and I can just jump into a system and deploy and then their own staff of, hey, wh- what level of percent do we have gig workers? And is in th- let's research and see, can we maximize some of the talent out there that doesn't have to be in the office every day and that we can tap into? So there's there's a lot.
2: That's really interesting. And, and I, I agree with you 100%. It's, uh, it's here to stay. Uh, you know, okay. the generations that we're dealing with now, Gen Xers, we know we love being in an office. That's great. And the, the boomers, like you said, they're on their way out. Yeah. You get Gen Ys and Gen Zs, and they love gig economy. They yeah. love being, they love flexibility. They love the the ability to just get in and out, work when they want. It's just a really good setup for them. And and I think being able to maximize your skill set, that's something that people don't really talk about a lot, that you really can. And, and a lot of these uh, younger workers they will only really want to do what what they're good at you know right. what they really enjoy so i think that that does bring something up that we can expand on later for sure and it's really interesting um as i was talking to a ceo to realize how much your application uh, uh uh has so many different applications that we can you can use it for yep uh, and then and you know i'd say for us it, for contractors it, it could be a serious game changer But I want to kind of ask, you know, what kind of response have you had from contractors who deal with FM?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's where we came from, right? So we knew going in, like, hey, this is something that folks are going to be able to use. Um, And and we talk a lot about, you know, people call us a technology company and it's, we'll joke and say, no, we're we're really a people company, right? Mm -hmm. We've got technology powering, but, you know, but we're really people powered. And the idea of, we don't just enhance your boots on the ground with technology and say, hey, let your guys go do it. We expand it. And when you expand, you know your ability to say, "Wow, now I have people everywhere." You're starting to see things like, you know, getting billing, speeding up billing, right, by closing out work orders faster, which is great for the client too, right? So the contractor says, "Hey, now I can get this instead of two weeks to get this closed out, and maybe cost me more money because I had to send the guy back." Um, I can use iView it, close it out. It's third party, it's verified, so it's not getting, you know, you're not just getting what the best pictures or the worst pictures. We're taking exactly what we're sent for. And it's speeding up billing, right? It's saving time. It's helping them reroute their field teams to be most effective. It's turning into customer retention and support. Um, we've, you know, we've, we've, we've really started to, to, to make a lot of headway with customers who, like I said, will start to use us and utilize us as contractors and say, well, what if I could do this then? Could you guys do this? And it, it all comes back to, I don't know, let's try it, but we've got this workforce that, that, that is available and it just keeps leading us down different roads. And the contractors have responded tremendously to it. And, and in some cases, it, and so, candidly, have been somewhat forced to use it on, on portfolios. And they say, well, wait, why? And then they say, well, you know what? You're helping me solve the blind spot that I didn't know I had. And it's helping just be so much more reactionary than uh, or proactive than reactive because they would have waited for a work order to come in. Now we're a part of that solution. So it goes back to it's helping both sides but the contractors. Or c- clearly have bought into saying, Hey, there's, this is a better way. This can help my guys in the field and in large and small, you know, you don't, don't just think national, which is a big aha, uh-huh, but even the regional guys are sending a guy across town, you know, I can order up a view just like that and find out what's going on with that job. So yeah, it, it, it's, it's both sides.
2: I I tell you, I, I can, I can see the tremendous advantage as a contractor with this and, I can't wait to jump into it because it's just going to be so big for for companies that are, especially that are, that are, are regional, yep. that are going national. This yep. is a big, big, big deal. Yep. And so I, I, I can't, uh, I can't imagine it slowing down for you guys with contractors at all. It's going to be really, really big yep. with all the advantages of crowdsourcing. And, you know, definitely this is a part of it, the gig economy uh, giving way to services. Like I view it, what, what, do you see on the horizon for this, this type of innovation? Like if you had a crystal ball, what, what do you yeah, think?
1: Yeah. Again, I, I think kind of, as I mentioned, I think it's, it's going to be a lot of expanded roles, skill sets and people tapping into this. I think for, for, you know, what we do specifically this type of gig economy um, it's going to be more capabilities. You know, we know we have viewers out there of all different experiences. So what, you know, we don't ever want to be the guys cutting the, the grass or doing the check, but do we have people that are technicians and in, in inside that can continue to provide more and more and more? So it's it's I think about skill sets a lot for, for our people, for our viewers. And then again, skill sets that are out there for um for retailers, for in the FM world, for contractors. How do you tap into these folks? And I, I just that's what I think about innovation. And then that it's gonna speed that up um, and the ability to just tap into those folks when you need them. Um I think is a big one. So
2: no, I agree. I think it's huge and and on demand right now. It's just Yep. We have zero patience.
1: <laughs> well, and it ain't getting shorter. I mean, zero. It's not. Yeah. It it's just getting, not. Getting, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. We're just not. Uh now you, we talked about kind of Uber and and other platforms like this and and you had a great article uh in digital transformation that's a, by Connects uh and then, uh, and you stated, you know that I view it has been described as Uber for work verification, and I love that because it's super under under easy to understand what that means. But um, I mean, for you, how do you feel like uh, those applications like Uber have impacted the marketplace, uh, and, and and to make way for companies like I view it?
1: Yeah. So, and I thought about that, and and, and it's easy to describe it that way because then people kind of get the the aha. Yeah. But, you know, you follow the gig economy back. I mean, everybody remembers Craigslist and there's a lot of different things, but it's technology that really got the gig economy. People calling it the gig economy. I mean, people, like I said, people were doing gigs forever. Right. But this enabled and Uber was the first, you know, one of the first ones through the door with just a great peer-to-peer platform that made it easy, transactional. And that's what, what folks love about us is we try to pay our viewer like they're the lifeline, just like the drivers for Uber, right? We, so we pay fast. We want to take, we love them up. We want to be, we want to be responsive to to them because there's what they 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 make it all go. And again, you know the Ubers, the Lifts, the, the the Doordashes, all of these things um, have led have, have made it okay. And then what I go back to is, you know, that's what happened with our with our industry. You know, you look at again consumer packaged goods. I felt was ten years ahead. Of FM. I mean, when I got into the FM, I'm like, gosh, we're, we're really behind. We're catching up really quick. But those first folks, those first trailblazers, now said, you know what, let's specialize this. Like, you know, I don't want to be the jack of all trades, but I want to go really focused on facilities management, how we can help that industry, how we can impact it. And we can, that's that's where we you know, came from. And yeah, sure, we look to those companies to help say, you know what, they can do it, we can do it here. And they are making it acceptable for for folks to, to buy in.
2: I, I love it. I think they are they paved the way a lot of ways. To just inspiration wise, go wow, that really kid that could work. Yeah, you know, and it, and it opened up a whole new, uh, really a whole new industry. Yeah, uh, like you said. I mean, yes, yeah, and I love that you mentioned Craigslist because that seems so long ago. Right, it's really not. You know, no. and and. and so it's really interesting that, um, you know, how that's changed the marketplace and, and I'm excited to see what happens with you guys. Uh, I, I got to wrap up because we're running out of time, but yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. wanted to, uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think the future holds for iView and, and what's your, what's your big push moving forward? What What's next?
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and something I learned a long time ago is that, you know, our our customers will dictate that, right? Yep. So, so we're listening to them pretty attentively and, um, you know, for, there's a couple of things. So we're, we're being used so many ways, uh, that, you we're doing so many audits They're They're basically coming to us and say, Hey, can we, can you work with our people? Can our contractors use it? Can our, um, you know, our own personnel use it? So, because, you know, we're integrated, we're sending them this information that fast. So how do we get it in the same format? Right. And then, so that's one big thing. And then, you know, continuing, you know, we, we just started video, you know, so on demand, if you want to get a walk, you know, a, a tour of your store or the parking lot, uh, as well as basic measurements are something that our viewers are doing and and doing you know one way, and then we're looking how do we put that in the app and make it really you know innovative and, and basic and simple. So really, just kind of back to the skills. We're we're enabling our viewers with more and more skills um, because that's what our customers are asking for. Well, now you did this, can you do that? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll work we'll work towards
2: that. So I think it's super important. The smartest yep. companies listen to what their clients are asking for, man. Yep. You know, yep. and, and uh, I could see just for us, I have a million questions for you later. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I have so many ideas on how we could use this. So, yep, pretty cool, man. It was awesome to have you on the show. Uh, for those who want to learn more about you, how do they find your company? What's the best way to connect?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, our LinkedIn page uh, or, you know, iviewit.com, you know, email me, mike.popadak, P-O-P-A-D-A-K. And I view it.com. And I would tell you the number one thing I encourage clients to do: just try it, just yeah. test it. Like we'll, we'll pay for it. Just give us a scope of work. Something you're thinking about. We have a very responsive, easy setup, to get out there, just try it. And then once they try it, they say, oh, okay, now let me take it to my team. And then there's someone on their team that says, Hey, we have a project like nine, like every week. I wish I heard about you last month. I had this 500 sites. I had, yeah, you, Sean, you, when we started talking, I wish I knew about you three months ago. So just try it, reach out to us. There's multiple ways we make it easy. Um, but we'd love working with our customers. The number one focus and and what the speed and the savings I'm promising, trust me, I wouldn't, my operations team would would tell me I'm crazy if I didn't, you know, I don't overcommit. Like it's that fast. It's that affordable anywhere in the Mm -hmm. country. So
2: we had that conversation man we just we just surveyed i think i don't know well over 100 banks and i'm like well, man i missed the boat on this one (laughs) but going forward yep who knows you know i'm excited to find out well thank you so much for joining me i'm excited to see what happens with you guys and we'll have to have you back on uh for those who want to learn more i'm gonna put uh, all information in show notes so you guys can check it out and get connected with this an amazing company. They're doing uh, um, uh, just crazy stuff for FM. Uh, and then for everyone who is listening on YouTube, don't forget, hit the little bell, get the notifications so you can get the new videos that come out and subscribe. And then of course, everyone else who's listening on iTunes or whatever platform, hit that subscribe button and, and leave some comments. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have any questions for Mike, be sure to leave them. We'll get them to him. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you having on the show. It was so much fun. Uh, My pleasure, Sean. Thank you.